and welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm Charlie, and as always, I'm joined today by Daniel. Uh, magic round last week. How did that go? Yeah, it was pretty good. Very wet. Um, it was a bit of a, like the first couple of games were pretty wet, but it kind of dried out towards the Sunday, which was kind of good. Mm. Got a bit of, bit of uh, well, a couple of good games, except for Hines at the back for the Sharks. That was a bit of a rough one, but uh, less said about that, the better, I think. Not ideal. Lots of fights as well, on and off the field. Yeah, plenty of, plenty of content for Instagram, to be lots, honest. Lots of Reddit posts. Uh, yeah. It's a great weekend for them. So as people probably noticed, we were not doing our normal podcast for the last couple of weeks, but we are back. We are here recording, um, but we're going to do things a little bit differently this week. So rather than going through the team list like we normally do, we're going to just go through a couple of key talking points and key players for this week. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to Daniel and he's going to run through those really quick. All right, let's see how quickly I can actually get through these. So for the Knights and Broncos game, so uh, big in for the Knights with Milford starting at halfback uh, with Clifford named amongst the reserves and also Barnett. He's named at lock and looking like a bit of a pod at the back. No key talking points for the Broncos other than the fact that <laughs> Selwyn Cobbo was training at half, uh, at fullback and he might be an inclusion for them um, over Timory Martin. So keep an eye on that one. Um, for the Tigers and Bulldogs, uh, not nothing nothing too much to, to point out in terms of players other than Kelmatil Lungi. He's been moved to the bench and Luke Garner has been named in his position um, to start. And for the dogs, look, less said about dogs, the better, I think, at the moment with everything happening there. Um, other than the fact that Brent Naden has left them to join the Tigers um, pretty much effective immediately, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, for Eels Manly, uh, Madison has moved into the starting spot and he's replaced Nathan Brown, who has moved back to the bench. Mm-hmm. And he's looking like a huge uh, pot option as well. Um, similar to the likes of Isaiah Papali'i type player, except plays through the middle now. So, yeah, looking very good for him and plenty of base stats. And... Uh, Tom Trebojevic has is starting at fullback with his, even though he's carrying a bit of that knee injury and a bit of a cork on the weekend. Uh, but Burbo actually hasn't been named and he has a bit of a shoulder injury. So hopefully he's not out for too long. Uh, for the Dragons and the Warriors game, Ramsey has been named at fullback and that's about it. So I don't think there's too much to talk about there. They're both struggling teams, to be honest. There's a lot of information there. Yeah, look, they're both struggling. I don't think there's too much. Tohu Harris had a bit of a, a quiet weekend, but that was expected. He yeah. wasn't going to play big minutes. Uh, for the Cowboys and Storm game, uh, Tamalolo only got his first stint in and he wasn't brought back onto the field, so only played about 20 to 25 minutes. Bit rough, but he's definitely a hold. Cotter and Robson playing huge minutes, both playing 80 and, yeah, scoring huge scores. So if you've got them, that's a very good pickup by you. Uh, and Wishit holds his spot at fullback, even though he had a bit of a rough game against the Panthers. Plenty of bombs going his way. So uh, lucky that he holds that spot, and we'll see how he goes this weekend. For the Roosters uh, and the Panthers... Not too much to be said for the Panthers, pretty much the same team. But for the Roosters, Nat Butch has been named at lock to replace Victor Radley. And outside of that, the only other options there are maybe Tedesco. He's looking pretty good, but Origin's coming up. But Joey Manu probably looks the best pick from the Roosters team, who will be playing round 13 and won't be playing Origin. So he's looking like a a pretty decent pod for the Origin rounds. Uh, For the Rabbitohs and Raiders game, Trent Peoples has been named with host out with his shoulder injury. Uh, Pretty gruesome watching that. Popped out and stayed out. Unlucky. Um, Adam Elliott and uh, Schneider have both been omitted from the squad. They're amongst the reserves with Whiten coming back in and Zach Wolford holding his spot at uh, hooker. And Starling's looking a bit questionable coming from the bench, so he hasn't been yeah. doing as well. Um, so he's, you know, one to one to kind of look at. Maybe a trade, maybe a hold. It's a, it's a hard decision to make there with Starling. And the last game of the weekend, Titans playing the Sharks. Um, 
Craig Fitzgibbon kind of went back on what he did and he's moved Hines back to, to halfback and he's named uh, Miller to debut from fullback. So that'll be an interesting okay. one. Um, and McInnes is shaping up to be a bit of a pod playing at lock in the, in the middle, getting about 60 minutes. But if he gets, you know, a bit more minutes, maybe 65 to 70, he actually looks like a, a 55 plus scoring um, player. So keep an eye on him as well in the next couple of rounds. Yeah. What game are you looking forward to most this week? Uh, Cowboys Storm. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to come up against a pretty tough Storm team considering how they played against Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that That's not the normal Storm team. So I think they're going to come out flying against the Cowboys and it might be a very close game. Is there anything that you're thinking about skipping this week? What game that I'm thinking of skipping? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> There, there is an obvious one. The uh, the Dragons Warriors. I don't know how entertaining that's going to be. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, might not need to watch that one. That one's on my list. It'll be interesting to see who scores well, though. I mean, Aitken's back in the team, so that's good. But, yeah, I, I don't see them being huge. Unless someone has a, a, a huge game, I just don't see many big scores coming from that game. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, definitely a speed run. Got that done in less than five minutes. Love that. So that's how good. we like to do it. Um, and now we're going to move on to the questions that were submitted through our Instagram page. So as always, um, if you follow us at Footy Brains Pod on Insta, um, we always have a question and answer session um, that we'll put up onto our stories every week. And then we answer them in the podcast. So we'll start off with our first question. Is Zach Wolford a buy? Zach Wolford, uh, I think he only just got under just under a half of game time and scored around a 35 or 37 or something like that. So he didn't have a, have a huge score, but he had a lot of attacking stats. So I think he had two try assists. I think for those kind of stats, he's probably one to avoid. He will be playing for the foreseeable future, it seems. It doesn't look like Adam Elliott's coming back in to play hooker because he had a pretty good debut, Wolford. Um, but I just don't see his scores being huge. He'll make you a little bit of cash, sure, but it's not going to be a substantial amount unless he gets a bunch of attacking stats. So... Yeah, Tom Starling's still there on the bench and he'll get the bulk of the minutes, so I wouldn't be rushing to get Wolford. Yeah, fair enough. A few questions asking if you should keep or trade Talakai. Uh, Talakai will be a season-long hold. I think he is a keeper in the centres, but it's... I, especially in this night, uh, this night's, this um, Sharks team, um, Hines will be supplying him pretty regularly, so I think he's a hold for the season. Yes, he's have a, had a few rough weeks, but he can score 100, as we've seen, so... Do you feel, like, vindicated, though... Oh, yeah, when we were telling people to hold off buying him. You got a lot of flack on Instagram yeah. about this. Yeah. And, yeah, I was like, you must feel some sort of, like, you know, mild vindication. I mean, there is there is a bit of gratification there. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I've been struggling in fantasy anyway, so I can't really hate on everyone else. Um, what about Trent Peoples? So, yeah, Peoples is an interesting one. Host is out for the foreseeable future. Still going to have to recover from that shoulder injury. Um, Murray is out which has pushed Arrow to to lock. So people should be getting big minutes on an edge. He is probably the buy of the round, I'd say. I think he's going to be, you know, playing for the next at least three to four weeks. Murray will go into origin once he's back from injury as well. Yeah. So will Arrow. Peoples will get big minutes. Um, he doesn't play around 13. I don't think the Rabbitohs play around 13. But, yeah, he's so cheap that he's he's still a good buy. It's worth a, worth a shot. Yeah, I, I think he's worth it, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no break even as well. Toby asked, thoughts on getting Mitch Barnett? Yeah, Mitch Barnett is another one that's going to benefit playing at lock now. I I think I'd give him one more week just to make sure he gets 80 minutes again because he got 80 minutes on the weekend. I think he scored a, a high 50s or a 60. He just needs to hold that spot long term. So give him one more week. If he mm-hmm. has another big week, I think he's 550K roughly. 
this week, which is very cheap for a, for a middle forward playing at lock. So probably wait one more week. If he does well, pick him up next week. He'll still be under 600K unless he scores like an 80 or something ridiculous. So yeah, keep an eye on Barnett because he could be a very value option. Watch, um, watch out for him. Yeah, watch yeah. out for him for sure. Cool. Anthony asks, and I feel like I know what you're going to say to this question. <laughs> trade Elliot or go the game without a second row? If I do trade, who for? Adam Elliott, he's an interesting one. So he's only been out of the squad because Wolford made such a good debut. He was only he wasn't injured or anything, and the reason he was left out because he was sick, not even with COVID or anything like that. He was just sick. So I think you probably hold Adam Elliott. He probably has a bit more cash to make, and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a hard one. You probably need to you need a second row, obviously. You can't just leave that position vacant, but I think Elliot is not the one to sell. I think you've got to hold him for another week. He could still be a late in because he's named amongst the reserves, so he could still make a bench spot. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be rushing to sell Elliot immediately. Right. Another question about selling. Would you sell Starling or Schneider? Schneider is a sell. I think Schneider is a pretty straight up sell. Um, he probably will play round 13 because Whiten will most likely get named as... It'll be Whiten or Hines as the utility for New South Wales. Hines has been in better form, but Whiten has been there for the last few years, so who knows who's going to get selected there. Um, I would sell Schneider probably, even though he's got a lowish break even this week because he had a good score on the weekend. I just don't see him getting you know good scores in the future and probably not going to be playing for much longer anyway um, with Fogarty coming back uh, in like three or four rounds. Yeah, think, yeah three rounds. Yeah, he's, he's very close to coming back. Um, but yeah, Starling's even worrying as well because he's not getting huge minutes anymore. Yeah. He was he was up around the you know sixty to seventy minutes a game, and now he's back down to forty to fifty. So, yeah, rough times if you've got Starling. I think he. I'm leaning towards a sell. I've got Starling as well, and at six sixty k, I think you could probably upgrade him. Yeah. To someone that's going to be a more consistent scorer. So, yeah, looking. I'm probably looking to sell Starling. I'm probably going to sell him as well. Yeah, league. even though he does play around thirteen. Yeah, his scores are probably going to drop off it's, a little bit. We'll be around the 40, yeah, I think 40 50 mark, at this but point, not huge. You've got to start focusing on the points and yeah. less on the, the making the money. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely capped out in price. So, yeah, yeah if you want to you want to trade him off to see that money, yeah, Amazing. time to do it. Um, Toby's asked quite a few questions this week, which That's is good. Um, is Cam McInnes a pickup or, um, and is Gerbo a pickup? Uh, Jake Trebojevic, I'll avoid. He'll be playing Origin. Um, but McInnes, yeah, he's a good pod. I think McInnes is a buy. He's, you know, only getting around 60 minutes, but he's looking like his scores are back up to where they normally are, and he's making plenty of tackles. I think we talked about this last week as well. I talked about this with Josh. That he's yeah. looking like a very good pod option, um, and as long as he keeps playing 60-plus minutes at lock, yeah, he'll make plenty of tackles and good base stats. Fantastic. Um, we've got two questions about Isaiah Papalihi here. Um, so is he a must-have, and is he a trade for Haas? Don't trade Haas. <laughs> but yes, Isaiah Papali is a must-have. Um, sooner rather than later, but he's, yeah, it's hard to get in now because he's over 900K. So you can probably wait till after round 13 because he doesn't play the buy round. So it's a lot of money to commit to, what, one or two rounds. So maybe wait a couple of rounds, hope he just gets a, a lowish score so his price comes down a little bit. But then, yeah, he'll you'll have to jump on him eventually. Probably by round 17, you'll have to have Isaiah Papali in your squad yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but is Brandon Smith a buy? So it, that, this one's actually an interesting one. He's in because Nass is out with a knee injury, yes. so he's starting in the front row. He's very cheap. I just don't see how long he's going to be in there. Yes, he'll be in there because Harry Grant will get named Foragen and everything, but 
it's after after everything happens in Origin, he's going to go back down to being that I think bench. if you have the trades right. and you need somebody, I'd say go for it. Yeah. But if you don't have the trades and you really don't need anyone, you're just making a trade for the sake of making a trade, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think that's right. If you have the trades, he's a he's a okay option, but yeah. otherwise probably not a great option. Yeah, too easy. Um, is Robson a buy? Uh, he was a buy about when we put our pod post out. He was a buy about, you know, three weeks ago when we posted that. Um, he's very expensive now, but he's still scoring well. So if you can fit him in, I mean, yeah, he's a he's a good buy. He's scoring around the 60s every week. So, yeah, pretty safe buy. Okay. Um, Rory's asked Talakai to Kotcha. <sighs> See, it's, it's sideways in the way that Talakai is a keeper center and Kotcha is probably a keeper um, middle. I just, it's, I think their prices are about right. So that's fair mm-hmm. enough to make the trade, but it is sideways, right? Like you're making a, a keeper trade for a keeper trade, even though they're playing two different positions, they're both keepers in the end. I would, I think it's an okay trade to be honest, because Talakai is very up and down and Cotter should be more consistent. Cotter though might play Origins. So that's a one big thing to consider. He might get named and then he'll miss some time um, over the next few weeks. So when we're talking about players that are going to miss time over Origin, they're definitely not going to play around 13 and 17 because Origin is played on those round weeks and their buys for the clubs as well. So sometimes some players might not play. But players will also get rested the round after. So we're talking around 14 and round 18. Yeah. Players will get rested for that round. They might only play limited minutes, which means it's kind of a prime time to buy some of these players because... Players that normally play 60, 70, 80 minutes a game might only play 20 or 30 minutes off the bench and then their break-evens will be huge, come down in price, and then their buys a couple weeks after. So it's a good time to not have those players because they'll lose a bit of price and then it's a great time to jump on yeah. them just after they come back from origin. So keep that in mind when you're looking at those kinds of players. So I'd probably hold Talakai at this point in time. I don't think he's going to get selected for origin. I don't think. Even though he's in the frame, I just don't think he will. This is the famous last words of a man who was selected for Origin. <laughs> he definitely could, but I, I, I'm I gonna think get Katoni you... Staggs is probably ahead of him. I'm going to soundbite this. For when he does get selected. Yeah, and then okay. we'll bring it back. Sure. And we can... <laughs> I'll eat my words then. Yeah. Um, Francis asks, Randall and Aitken for Cotter and Reynolds. Randall and Aitken. Uh, Randall and Aitken, probably Aitken's a hold. Randall... Yeah, you could probably offload Randall at this point in time. Uh, Reynolds is a good buy. Cotter, like I said before, he's playing Origin. Not a great buy um, at this point in time. So no, don't make that trade. That Yeah, not that exact trade. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe draft it and come back to us with a, with a different... Yeah, with a yeah, couple of different uh, variations. Um, Sam asks, hold or sell Taff? Uh, Taff just came off one of the best scores he's had, so he's a hold. There you go. Is Josh Jackson a buy? Josh Jackson, I really do like, um, but he needs to play 80 regularly. I think with Trent Barrett out now at the Dogs, there is a chance that he does go to playing 80 mm. regularly, especially um, with the fact that Tapine is there at second row. He's probably going to be interchanged a lot. Same with TPJ. He looks like he's going to play 80 because he's been on and off a lot recently. Um, yeah, I don't mind Josh Jackson as a buy. Just be cautious because he will have some weeks where he doesn't play 80 minutes and his scores might only be in the 40s so um not a consistent you know 50 plus scorer but still a good option i guess yeah you've kind of touched on this one before but this is more specific as a player is probably worth swapping talakai for he has 390k banked currently 
Uh, yeah, like we said, he's he's that's an okay trade to go from Talakai to Papali because it's sideways. yeah, it's sideways. But Papali is definitely the better scorer, so if you can make that trade, pretty happy with it. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you if you're limited on trades, it's not the well, I think best thing. He wants to, to get rid of Papali for Talakai. Oh, trade Papali'i for Talakai. Yeah. That's no, surely that can't be right. That's a terrible trade. But if it's the other way around, it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> um, you've already spoken about Talakai enough, so I won't do that again. But <laughs> what about you. Lolo and Starling? So Starling, like I said, yeah, he could be a sell. So I'm looking at selling him this week. Um, Tamalolo, he's a hold. I don't know why he didn't come back on in the second half. I'm not sure what decision was made there. I had 2021 flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was a bad, bad time like, Yeah, when um, Peyton just wasn't using him right. He's yeah. still kind of not using him correctly, but he's playing a lot better. So, yeah, Lolo's a hold and hope that he gets his minutes back up. Um, May for Cobo. And Max King for Papali'i. Do not trade May for Cobo. Uh, Max <laughs> King, I would hold him till after round 13. But, I mean, if you can upgrade him to Papali'i, that's great. Yeah, why not? But the first one, no. Yeah, May to Cobo. No, that's <laughs> terrible. Don't do that. Um, is Mathis on a buy? Uh, Madison, yeah. Great pod buy. I really I like that. that. Remember when? Words. <laughs> remember in the start of the season when we said that he would be the pot of the pot of the year, and then he went and did his hamstring in the first round. I do remember that. And Quite then I traded him out of my team, yeah. and now I'm going to trade him back in this week, most likely. I think Madison is probably the good, like a good buy this week because he's so still so cheap, and he's only going to go up. I think. All right. So next question: What to do with Haas? Uh, he's a hold. I don't know why people are still looking to trade him. Um, he didn't have the best of weeks, but yeah, he's a hold. No, no need to trade him. Yep, fair enough. Is Clemmer a buy? Yep, Clemmer's a good buy. Um, we put him in our pod watch uh, post a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah, he's a lot more expensive now, but he's still a buy, scoring very well. Um, but I think if you're going to buy from the Knights, I'd probably look at Barnett because he's a lot cheaper and should be scoring very similar to Clemmer. Okay, next question. Cook or Munster? I think I rate Cook higher just because he gets a lot more base stats, a lot more tackles through the middle. But then again, the Storm are always, you know, attacking a lot. But Munster and Jerome Hughes tend to, to share the scoring a little bit. I'd probably lean towards Cook out of those two. What is your must-buy for this week and your must-sell? Ah, uh, that's a big one. I like that. That's a good question. Um, haven't looked at all the options yet, but at the moment, without going into... Like, we haven't done the buy-hold-sell post yet, but I'm leaning towards uh, Barnett... And Peoples being a must-buy. Barnett, you could probably wait a week, but Peoples you should get this week. Uh, and must-sell, I'm leaning towards Starling and Schneider being two sells just because they're... Schneider because he's been dropped and Starling because his points are just going to drop now with Wolford taking minutes. I mean, it was happening already with Adam Elliott as well. So, yeah, yeah it, the minutes are dropping and the points are dropping with it. Um, Hastings or Moses to buy? Ooh. Okay, so Hastings gets he gets a lot more tackles and gets involved in the play a lot more, so his base stats are higher. But Moses, because he plays for the Eels, they generally tend to score a lot more points, so he gets a lot more higher scores. I'd say that Moses will score higher in the long run, but Hastings will be more consistent. So it's it depends. Hastings will probably score between 45 to 60, whereas Moses can score anywhere from 30 all the way up to like 80. So... Probably Moses, but you got to be you got to be happy that you're going to take some low scores every now and then. Power are too inconsistent at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. So Jeff has asked. He's got 21 trades left. 
Um, can you go Talakai and Max King to Isaiah Papali and a cheapie or McInnes and Cotter? Okay, so you got plenty of trades left, so that's fair enough. Um, Talakai, Max King. Yeah, I mean, King, you could probably trade him. He did have a rough score, but you don't have to. He'll play round 13 and, you know, he'll do okay from the bench. Um, especially with um, Jackson to paint out, he could get extra minutes, so keep that in mind. Yes, they're not a bad trade to go to Isaiah Papali'i, but there are more value options than to go for Papali'i. Like Madison is 150k cheaper than Papali'i at the moment and scoring very similar. And same with, you know, McInnes. He's, you know, a, a cut price cheapy at the moment. Oh, cheapy cut price keeper at the moment. And he should score higher scores as long as he keeps his minutes up. There's all the, obviously other players like Barnett and stuff like that. So there are better options, but I guess if you want to go safer options, yes, Papali'i and a cheapy. Like if you go Papali, Isaiah Papali'i and Peoples, that'll be good, uh, two good uh, middle options. So they're not too bad for Talakai and Max King. But yeah, as I said, um, there's better options out there for value if you're looking for more, you know, value for money. Taj asks, Supercoach or Fantasy? We do fantasy. Fantasy. Absolutely. Fantasy is so much better. Yeah. We've been doing it for many years. Many a year now. Um, we <laughs> tra- I tried Supercoach one season as well. It, it definitely it definitely values, Supercoach values like players that score points more and have a bigger influence on the game. So players like your Pappenhausens and your Turbos and stuff like that, they go huge because mm-hmm. they score points often, tries and tackle busts and things like that score a lot higher in Supercoach. Whereas I think fantasy values your middle forwards a lot more than... Super coach does so the players that actually put in an effort on the field generally score well as well yeah. which is good everyone's a bit more equal in nrl fantasy than in super coach yeah sounds good um aiden asks who is a good captain and this Cleary. Is- okay yeah. <laughs> but we also do a weekly post on instagram where we go through the two of the most picked captains for the round and then one that we think is a good option yeah, so in the round just gone for Magic Round, I think we picked Haas and Isaiah Papali'i as two of the most picked captains who would be good, and we selected Isaiah Papali'i as the best captain of the round, who was arguably one of the best captains outside of Madison. Yeah. Um, and our pod captain was Harry Grant. So Haas and Harry Grant didn't do great, um, but yeah, Papali'i. Yeah, yeah. what a gun. Um, and then final question is, when is the buy, hold, sell post going to come out this week? Uh, tomorrow. So that buy, hold, sell post will come out on Wednesday afternoon every week. So around four to five o'clock, or generally closer to five o'clock. <laughs> but yeah, it'll come out around that time every week. Amazing. Well, that's all our questions for today. Um, thank you everyone so much for sending them in. As always, make sure that you follow us at Footy Brains Pod on Instagram, where we answer your questions. Um, we do the posts like the buy hold sell we do the captaincy posts we do um quick summaries of each game where you talk about the highest point players um yeah so it's a good place so make sure you follow us there awesome well thanks so much i'm I'm sure we're gonna have the late mail show this week yeah we'll have the late mail show as well on thursday so keep an eye out for that as well all right well thanks so much guys and we will see you next week